Hello everyone. Today I'm talking about why you should consider tracking everything you eat for a week or at least five to seven days. And let me just start by saying, while I do recommend trying to track your food, I will also state that if you've ever experienced or are currently dealing with any kind of disordered eating or feel restricted in any kind of way when it comes to food, tracking your macros, tracking calories, anything to do with tracking food may not be a good fit for you and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Your mental well-being should always be prioritized as well when you are trying to make physique changes. That being said, if you do not feel that's a problem for you, tracking what you eat can be really helpful because one of the biggest questions I seem to get is, well, I'm eating really healthy, but I'm not losing any weight. And this is something where I have a really good examples of this from clients. And whenever I take on a new nutrition coaching client, I always ask them to track everything they eat for five to seven days without making any changes to what they eat. So if they normally have, you know, eggs and toast and a protein shake for breakfast, then eat that as, it, as you are. If you go out for dinner every night, do the same thing, but just keep track of everything you're eating in a free app like MyFitnessPal, for example. Now that being said, using MyFitnessPal is great, but there are other free apps out there. So you definitely don't have to be paying for anything to do this. And I do think it is definitely worth it because you can learn so much about your eating habits and knowledge is power. If you know what you're doing, it's a lot easier to make an informed decision and change as opposed to just guessing at what you think is going well or what isn't going well. Now, when I first tra started tracking my food, uh, I will also start by saying I don't track my food anymore, but I do use the information I learned from tracking my macros for uh, over a year to make informed decisions about how I choose to eat now. And what I will say is when I see people's food diaries and review them, it's pretty easy to have a starting point for what to work on and what to focus on. And it doesn't necessarily mean overhauling everything that you're doing when it comes to nutrition. Sometimes it's small tweaks here and there or making observations about habits. So one common thing I see is a lot of women try to have really small meals and I'll see, you know, 300 calories for breakfast, 300 calories for lunch, 300 calories for dinner. And then it will look like something like, 700 calories or 800 calories worth of snacks. And this is when I say, oh, okay. So you feel like you're trying to stick to really small meals, but in reality, you just end up overeating. If you know, say 17, 1800 calories is a calorie surplus for you. You end up overeating because you're starving and it makes sense because you're not eating enough. You're picking or choosing meals that are way too small for your needs. And so it's pretty much impossible to stick with. And knowing how much you eat at a meal can be really helpful because if you notice that you're constantly eating 300 calories for breakfast and find yourself full an hour later, well, maybe knowing that means you can make a change. You can increase the size of your breakfast. You can potentially increase your protein intake at that meal so you do feel sustained for longer periods of time. This is why knowledge is power. If you find that you are having really large meals twice a day, and it works for you, then that's great. I think people get caught up in that, well, I need to eat three main meals and two snacks a day. And the reality is that is not necessarily true for you. And in my experience, it, it doesn't work for me anymore, most days. But 
There are clients who thrive on that schedule. So tracking what you eat can give you a lot of insight into your habits and actual your, your preferences for food. So oftentimes when I started tracking, you could see that like, oh, Nikki has a preference for carbs and fats and really could give a crap about protein. Yeah, that was absolutely true and was why I had a really hard time seeing physique changes. I was not prioritizing protein. I would, you know, be way over on fats and have way too many carbs in relation to the calories that I was consuming. And so there's nothing wrong with carbs. There's nothing wrong with fats. And that's kind of why I think macros was really empowering to me because it really broke down those ideas that I had about this is good and this is bad. There are so many things you can eat that can be enjoyable and beneficial to you. And it has nothing to do with how foods are labeled. So if you are someone who finds that, oh wow, I'm really not having enough protein after tracking for five to seven days, well, then you can do something about that. You can look for protein sources that you like and enjoy, whether it's plant-based ones, whether um, you prefer fish or chicken or egg whites, whatever it is, it needs to be foods that you like and enjoy incorporating into your meals. And I think one other area where tracking is really useful is that when you've tracked what you eat, you can also have an idea of your calorie intake. So sometimes I have people say, oh, but I'm only eating, you know, 1200 calories a day and I'm not seeing any change. But if I ask someone to actually track what they eat, and this includes everything, this includes, you know, that latte that you got at Starbucks. This includes, you know, the bite you had from your friend's ice cream. It includes the snacks you found in the car that you forgot to, to count. All of those calories add up. And this is why making sure to track your bites, your tastes, and your licks of anything you eat during this time period is crucial because so many times people think they are under eating and in reality, it has nothing to do with their metabolism. It has nothing to do with, you know, overcomplicated health issues. They're just simply eating too much. And I'm not saying that in judgment. I am definitely one of those people where I think about my day and I go, oh, you know what? I probably should eat some more because I've only eaten 1500 calories. And then I actually sit down and I reflect on what I've eaten and I've forgotten about 400 calories worth of things I had here and there throughout the day. And that's the problem. So for many of us, being mindful about what you're eating and eating in, with in, like intention. I'm not just eating because something's there and it's delicious, but I'm eating because I'm hungry is important. So when you do, and if you do decide to track for five to seven days, do it in such a way where you're being true to yourself and you're being true to how you normally eat. Making changes to how you eat during this time is not going to be beneficial to you because it's not giving you a true indication of how you generally eat. And so when you have done this, you can also get a good estimation of your calorie intake. And you can do that simply by going, all right, I tracked for seven days. I'm going to add up the total calories for those seven days and divide by seven. That will give you your average calorie intake over the course of the week. And this is also a good indicator of people who do really well Monday to Friday and the weekend rolls around and it's like, YOLO, I'm going to eat everything and all the things and do it all day long. And I get it. I was definitely a Monday to Friday, good girl on track. Everything's golden. Everything's a whole food. And then like, let me go at it and eat everything I can find on the weekends. And that, really held me back from making any kind of progress. Despite all I could think about was, 
oh, I'm eating really healthy. Why am I not seeing change? But the truth was I was undoing the calorie deficit I'd created Monday to Friday by eating way too many calories on the weekend. And this is when that once again, knowledge is power people. If you know that's something that you do, it's a lot easier to make changes and make informed decisions about how you want to eat and small things that you can do to get yourself ahead. So if you wanna go out and you wanna to go to McDonald's, go for it. But even places like McDonald's has nutritional information online and you can definitely go on their website and make a choice. You can make a choice where, you know what? There's a lot of things on their menu that are surprisingly not that bad. And I know like as a nutrition coach, people are gonna be like, what, McDonald's? And no, I'm not telling you to go out and eat McDonald's, but I do realize that sometimes there's nothing else. And, and generalizing companies or brands or products as all being good or all being bad is problematic because it's just not true. In the end of the day, it's how much you're eating and your overall calorie intake that's going to determine whether or not you see progress on that scale. All right, thank you so much for listening and don't forget if you have any questions, comments, feedback, I'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch with me on Instagram at justget.fit or email me today at nikki at justget.fit. I do one-on-one coaching for nutrition clients and don't forget, to stay tuned for more episodes.